Everybody, if you have finished your bowl, pack another bowl or pack another bowl. Welcome to Tank and Deadly, Ed Gein and his Pop Culture Impact Part 2. And in this part, we'll be getting right into Silence of the Lambs and music inspired by him and bands named after him and all of that. So, thank you for sticking around. Silence of the Lambs is a 1991 psych thriller starring Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster. Um, and Jodie Foster is playing a detective or FBI, CIA major, you know, you know, them big people, the big detectives, um, following the serial killer known as Buffalo Bill, who, like Ed Gein, skins women murders them for their skin, their face, their bodies. Uh, and he wants the, he wants the skin to be soft. Yeah. That's why. Gotta, gotta put, put the, the lotion, lotion on the skin. Let's look at some skin. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, the even they even show the like obsession with skin because even that one girl who he asked if she's a size fourteen and then as soon as she's knocked out, he, like, rips open her shit and like, rubbing her her skin. So creepy. Like, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and they're also using the, of course, iconic character Hannibal Lecter to get into the mind of Buffalo Bill um, while he's in prison. And like I said, I feel... Excuse me. I feel as though... Hannibal and Buffalo Bill are supposed to be two sides, like these sides of Ed Gein that the public perceives, or I don't know if you can hear Ganja back there, you probably can. She's still <laughs> done eating or something. I guess she's done, but um, they are, to me, the projections of how the public perceives Ed Gein as both a calculated cannibal like killer with this high intelligence who's like evading the police you know all that and then there's also the side that they see that's like this crazy skin obsessed woman obsessed man who sews shit and just and even in the even within the film there's speculation about um, Buffalo Bill's gender identity and sexuality, whether or not he's trans, um, and that's why he's skinning these women. And I feel like that reflects a lot of what was actually going on in Ed Gein's case, where people were absolutely saying he wanted to be a woman. He wanted <clears throat> to take these women's, like, you know, quote-unquote power, the way that his mom made him perceive that women had this, like, all-knowing power to just control and manipulate men and all this kind of stuff like oh, and i feel like both of those things come from just directly misogyny like directly misogyny directly transphobia like first of all gender nonconformity is just what it is it's fine like 
we don't have to speculate on people's identities because that's for them. That's for them. So let's just stop doing that altogether. Let people say what they want to say, be what they want to be, and when they tell you, they'll tell you. So, um, and I feel like, um, uh, Silence of the Lambs does, in fact, touch on that very well with Clarice being like, trans people are absolutely, they're all docile, it's passive, they suffer more violence than they are violent. And that's just the reality of the situation. And Edgeen is kind of, because of this Buffalo Bill perception, and I even, like, I, I feel personally, also, it started with sleepaway camp. Even though people still were speculating about his crimes and the fact that he was obsessed with, like, the first transgender woman, um, Christine Jorgensen was not necessarily the first, of course, not the first trans woman, but she was the first person, at least that we know of, to become famous for their transition and going through surgery, I believe. Of course, that's just literally coincidental. She doesn't have to do with shit. Like, that was... And if Ed Gein was projecting, once again, that's a fucking projection. And that's his own issue. Like, <laughs> trans people aren't doing shit but existing. And that's why I, like, because of this whole perception, um, Ed Gein is credited for being a reason for trans representation in horror which a lot of it is transphobic, like, just straight up, like, sleepaway camp, no matter, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, sleepaway camp could have focused on the child abuse, you know what I'm saying? The reason that Angela, like, Angela being manipulated by Aunt Martha, or, you know, whatever. But it focused on villainizing a trans person. Cut that off real <laughs> Exactly, because it's not, like... And like I said, that's, like, a lot of the speculation that goes on in that movie, um, goes on, actually went on around Ed Gein. So, what, are there any, like, movies that you think were inspired by Ed Gein? Like, just, that we know, aren't, like, that we don't know are directly inspired? Like I said, I feel like, um, Trash Fire is definitely one of them. I feel like Carrie is, has teased of it, sleepaway camp, even pieces, like I said, a little bit, yeah, like, yeah. a while, <laughs> we, yeah, pieces, definitely, um, honestly, um, not really, uh, that, not really, nah, cool, <laughs> okay, but, I mean, I know there are movies that are, like, actual dramatizations of Ed Gein's life, like, Ed Gein, and, which was actually, like, by Kane Hodder, the guy who plays Jason, so that's a little, like, horror on true crime on horror thing, yeah. And then, like, Deranged. I personally don't really like dramatizations like that, like I said, I don't like just people making fiction about actual crimes, like, just straight up, like, making a fictionalized dramatization of actual crimes, like they do with Ted Bundy and all that, like, I don't find those necessary, like, you can just watch a documentary. Seriously. Just watch a documentary. I mean, do what you want, but, like, documentaries are better <laughs> than fictionalizing actual murder, but... <laughs> yeah. Um... So, I guess out of all of these, what is your favorite, dip, like, inspiration from Ed Gein? 
I'll have to go with the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre just because that's just it has a sentimental value to me and it's just um, that is my favorite I think it's the most like accurate or like close to his life uh definitely base motel yeah <laughs> definitely and it's yeah that other the only reason texas chainsaw is like over base motel but i mean base motel quickly jumped to like maybe my favorite tv show that quick and uh i have to thank Bay for that <laughs> for introducing me to that but um it's late yeah base motel definitely I don't really know. Probably. I mean, of everything that we mentioned, like today, Trash Fire. Trash Fire. But of all the things that we know are directly inspired by him, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because I feel like it really shows how, like, weird and like creepy those people were and people were just like being like whatever you know <laughs> small town shit these people just work at a like fucking meat plant and that's why they're a little off but like I don't know it's just very unsettling but the 2003 version is also just brutal like it's but that's just very 2000s like 2000s felt like era filmmaking was just like they were going for shock like like oh, you shock, want to get gore, all of that. Yeah, yeah. I live for that. <laughs> but of course, like we said, there was also like books and even music inspired yes. by like not music songs written that were inspired by Ed Gein. On I mean, an actual band mm. named Ed Gein. Like there's an Ed Gein's car. It's <laughs> another <laughs> punk rock band. And Slayer actually had a song called Dead Skin Mask. Yes. Oh, like, <laughs> it's whatever. Make whatever music you want, but like... You think that's bad? A uh, fucking Necro Clown has a song called Nipple Belt. Nipple Belt. Nipple Necro, Belt. First of all, Necro Clown? Necro Clown. Necro Clown. Yes. That's combining Gacy and Gacy. Okay, let's talk about that for a second, actually. Because people were, you know, reporting that he had to, they called him a necrophile. You know? Like, they called him that. But every time when he was asked if he had sex with the body, he would deny it. Like, saying they either smell bad or he literally never had sex with anyone. Right. Like, he was like, I have never engaged in anything but masturbation. Like. Which, do you think he maybe masturbated to? I, I, I don't know. I'm just but like, I think, like I told, like we discussed this I, because of the whole his delusions. Like I said, I don't necessarily think that he was attracted to these women, and I think he literally believed that they were alive. Like I literally think that he was like looking at the masks on his wall of their faces and thinking that they were talking to him. One hundred percent. So I don't. I don't, and that's what I'm saying. He took pieces of these people. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. You're taking 
genitals, you're taking like, nipples, you're taking hearts, like... But I get, and that's a, I don't know that, I guess, I guess we need to find out, did he, like, take whole dead bodies? But those not like he, like, took them to the graves that he robbed and proved that he had robbed them. Right. So was it just, like, some people were missing hands, some people were missing heads, some like, did he, like, literally take whole-ass bodies? That seems like a lot of work. Not that... I mean, he literally, like, slaughtered shit for a living. That's what I'm saying. This shit could be just whatever to him. It's just a but, work. <laughs> like... To him. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying about if you see that your kids are, like, good at something, make sure that they're, like, using it properly. And, you know, for not nefarious purposes. And... <laughs> it's only beneficial to you. That they're going to, like, use this for good. <laughs> Because, like we've said, like... Don't make a child for yourself. <laughs> just because they're a whole-ass human. Yes. And you literally have to just expect that they're going to not care about shit that you care about because they're a whole other person. And y- you just can't impose shit onto your kids. Like, Jesus Christ. But we're back to the fucking... Um, uh, music. <laughs> the music inspired by Ed Gein, like you said, there's a song called Ed Gein, um, by Macabre. I, 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 I will always say that weird, um, macabre. Cause... I don't, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, 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 let's let that one go. We're not going to talk about that one. You know, we didn't say certain things today we were gotcha. <laughs> very yeah but a, a song that i do think about um of course that's related i'm a very huge eminem fan so i'm sure you know what i'm gonna say if you know eminem it's gonna be buffalo bill by eminem that's on his relapse album which is my favorite album so um that in uh butterlich hung meat cleaver and just you know Tech Nine, am I a psycho? Just because psycho, you know, whatever like that. Plus, you know, Tech Nine, strange music, strange, you know, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't really know any song. The only song that I could really think of would be like "She" by Tyler the Creator, because mm. I, I mean, but like I, said, I don't think Ed Gein was like sexually attracted to these people, but but violation of a woman's body, not giving a fuck, stalking, yeah, rape, murder, you know, that. Very vibes from Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Early Tyler, you know, he rebranded. Yeah, he definitely did. what do he say? I don't even want to quote his lyrics. I know, I know all of them. You don't want to know them. Like, fuck. I... <laughs> That's some shit, yo. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that is Ed Gein and his impact on the horror and the world and music and everything. And there was even Ed Gein jokes that came out of, like, like shortly after his, like, his crimes were discovered. It was like, what does that game have for dinner? Laney fingers. Uh, like, people... <laughs> like, laughter, we get it. Sometimes it's a coping mechanism, but y'all, please have some tact. 
That's just tacky right there. Oh, we just... It's just a lot. So, that's, that's all I have for you today. Hopefully, we covered everything pretty well. Didn't, like, bore you too much with the details. We tried to keep the crime shit as minimal as we could just to get everything across and see how it like every aspect of this relates to something like his mom and his brother and like even the Bates Motel like inter interaction with um Marion Crane and the like hardware store and how that ties into Britney's board and stuff like we just wanted to get it all in there because it's had an impact a fucking impact bro and it's just one of the most prolific and I know I said you know we're probably we're gonna focus more on lesser known shit as much as we can but I just felt like Ed Gein and our next episode big episode which you will definitely you'll see you'll see yeah, you'll see <laughs> you'll see yeah. um, I feel like these two episodes kind of just greatly encompass everything that we're doing here and how uh she just all relates to real life and how there are lessons within this and themes even within real life like like shit you don't why we don't need to watch a movie to necessarily get a lesson but people are still watching movies without learning lessons so why what are we doing <laughs> people are living life without learning lessons. Yeah, just not learning the life lessons that are in front of it. Like, it's very true. Very true. But, you know, and that's why I just want to inject, like, a little bit throughout it. Like I said, y'all support your fucking kids. Like, seriously, it's so important. It's so fucking important to, like, and let them have connections with other people. Let them meet people like them. Let them meet people they don't fucking like so they know who they don't want to be around. Don't, like, just, just make sure that your kids have a well-rounded existence and not just a bunch of shit that you felt like you wanted to do or that you should have done or, you know, not that you should, but just, just let them be themselves. Especially if your kid is queer or LGBTQ in any way, trans, gay, fucking, just, even if they're just gender non-conforming, just let them fucking wear the skirt, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> just support them and be there for them in comprehensive ways. Not saying that your kid's gonna turn out like a serial killer, because they usually don't. Like there's, like I said, there's mental illness. He's clearly misogynistic because his mother was misogynistic. Like there's just factors here. Like, but baseline, what I feel like we need to take from this is to like be kind to your kids and support them and check up on them. Actually know your kids. Talk to your kids. <laughs> like, get to know them. Like, just make sure that they feel comfortable with you and you feel comfortable with them and communicate. I don't really know. <laughs> communicate, yes. <laughs> communicate. Uh, so, yeah. Well, we'll be back. Well, I mean, when this comes out we you know we just recorded backwards so technically the final destination episode is going to come out before yeah. this so you will hear the final destination episode before this but 
It's just some spooky ass Twilight shit. <laughs> we fuck. are talking to you from the past, the future. Don't eat that. <laughs> Don't eat that. <laughs> That's gonna make you choke. <laughs> if you have a blue drink right now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Somebody's shaking right now. <laughs> anyway, um, so um. So technically, the episode that will come out after this, we will be talking about Oculus. Yeah, and the Mike Flanagan fucking masterpiece. We will definitely have a Mike Flanagan episode eventually, but we're just gonna talk about that because it's like, like literally, probably top three favorite horror movies. Mm. Yeah. That's a bold, that's a bold statement. That's a bold ass movie, though. So. <laughs> Oculus Stannery around here. So, yes, we will see y'all in the past and the future in the final destination. We hope you don't meet your final destination before you listen to this episode or the Oculus episode. And for the love of God, stay away from those big old trucks with the logs, okay? Do not drive behind them. Anything that looks like mildly unsecure just get away from it i don't fucking swerve i don't give a damn what you don't gotta swerve, do because then you don't want to be like I the mean, person in, in, and if you see like a crack in a bridge stay away from that too like there's lots of i mean you know if that's sad for you i'm sorry <laughs> but like <laughs> good luck anyway we're talking about the past right now okay <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's going on we're just about to record the final destination episode that's why we're talking about it so see you then and then in off in oculus yes fuck <laughs> we're, we're gonna get this well see you later I'll see y'all stay spooky and stay smoking oh yeah light it up light it up <laughs> bye, bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Dank, the letter in Deadly underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Dank Deadly underscore Pod. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at Dank, the letter in Deadly Chats at gmail.com.